Sachem Perk Yod Mishnah Gimel ten three. Heveu lefanov, they bring it before him, and we're talking here. What's the it? The it is the karpas, so that's a vegetable we're going to dip. And in the event that you don't have the usual karpas, mitabel bechazeret, you can even use your your bitter herbs, what you use from marur, to do the dipping. That's what the Bartner learns. Ad shemegila paperas and that is brought before you bring out what's going to be the paperas hapas. Now paperas. Um, typically has one of two explanations in the Mepharshim. I mean, I'm talking globally, not just here in this Mishnah. Either paperas are things that accompany bread, so the, the bread is the main, but you're going to have some sort of other um, things that are going to accompany in terms of giving it taste and flavor, because they live on carbohydrate, and this was sort of some supplement. Um, and according to that shot, what we'll be talking about here is the maror. The maror is the vegetables that are eaten with the bread, bread, of course, being here in matzah. Um, but the point is that there's a mitzvah of matzah as well as mara, and the mara accompanies it, and therefore we're talking about the preliminary dipping of a vegetable prior to the bringing of the mara, or like I'll call it the mitzvah mara, if you will. The other approach in parperis is that it refers to any kind of like um, thin, crackery, wafery, cookie type thing, in which case um, parperis apost might actually refer to the a strange reference indeed, but a way of putting it, but a reference to the matzah itself, which is crackery. And so the Bartanur's understanding here is actually based on a slightly different girsa. His is lefarper esapas. Um, the word like perurim means like cr- um, crumbs. So parperis here would be lefarper esapas, a breaking of the bread, a reference to the eating of the matzah. Um, and perhaps the preliminary yachatz that goes before it. So here in the mission so far, we have the karpas, which is not the, which is all to itself. The function of the karpas is to induce the children to ask questions. Um, nowadays, more typically, it's the hand washing, the urchatz, if you will, the rachit, the washing of your hands that precedes the dipping of the vegetable, which prompts the questioning because it's so strange and no bracha to be made and no, you're not eating bread, etc. Um, but in the time of the Mishnah, people who are careful about tumantahar would always wash their hands prior to dipping, and maybe even today that should be done. Um, so therefore, it was the eating of a vegetable before the bringing out of the bread that was peculiar and would prompt questions, and that's sort of the focal point here. Now, the next part of the Mishnah is, well, we would say nowadays as they bring up the Seder plate. Okay, they're going to list what's, so to speak, on the Seder plate, what we would call the Seder plate today. Heviu lefan of matzah. They'd bring before him, again, the one leading the Seder, matzah. V'chazeret. Chazeret are the, is the bitter herbs, the maror. V'charoses. Charoses, we'll discuss more in just a second. Ushnei tavshilin. And they brought two other dishes. Now, two dishes mean there are two types of food brought out. That would be a zecher, a, a re- reminder of the Korban Pesach and the Korban Chagiga, which would be eaten under the normal circumstances if the base of English were up and standing uh, at the Leil HaSeder. Nowadays, our Seder plate includes the Zroa, this shank bone, um, as well as a a roasted uh, egg or boiled egg. Um, so the egg is reminiscent of the Chagiga. Circular foods like eggs are... Um, Mourning, M-O-U-R-N, mourning over loss. Um, and the idea being that we're mourning no base mikdash, so we choose an egg as a symbol of a food that is reminiscent of some kind of mourning of loss. And the 
roasted shank bone is like a little piece of meat, as if it were the Korban Pesach. There are those who have the minig to eat these two tavshilin. Since the minig is not to eat roasted food, so then you wouldn't be roasting your zroa, you'd be boiling it. Um, and even if you don't eat the zroa, you roast that. Many of the custom, like the gra, to eat the, the egg, which is now a boiled egg, um, is part of the, the start of the Pesach Seder, is, um, the, the meal part um, of the Seder. Either way, those are what we have on the Seder plate. And now go back to the Charosas. We say you have Charosas, Afalpi She'ein Charosas Mitzvah. According to Tanakhama, there's no mitzvah per se to have Charoset. What Charoset is, I'll define based on the Bartonor in just a moment. You know what it is, of course. It's what you're dipping your your uh, maror into. More on that in a moment. But the point is here that the Charoset is just there, according to Tanakhama, because you need to dip your maror in. The Charoset is sweet, the maror is bitter. Um, there are different shots from exactly what you're trying to um, annul in the maror by dipping into the haroset, whether it's just the bitter taste and sort of the upset it would cause your internal system, or if it's somehow poisonous on some level, and therefore you're you're tempering that poison, or perhaps um, there's actually some like some microorganisms, like a, a little mini worms or something that are in there that are getting killed by the haroset. Whatever the case is, the haroset is there just as a dip to make the maror um, safe and palatable, according to Tanakama. But Rabbi Eliezer Bar Tzadok Omer Mitzvah. Rabbi Eliezer Bar Tzadok says, no, it's actually a mitzvah to itself to have a haroset at the table. According to the Rambam, at least in the Parish Mishnayas, you actually, according to him, would make a bracha, alachilas haroset, when you eat the haroset. Now, what is the haroset? So I'm going to give you the Bartanura's explanation because there are many, and he's our hero here. So he says haroset. So he says, sha'osim mitainim. You make the haroset from figs, baluzim, I believe those are um, hazelnuts, ubatnim, in modern Hebrew, ubatnim are peanuts, but here it's pistachios probably. There weren't peanuts in there, it's really, I don't believe, in the time of the Mishnah. Ushkedim are almonds, vikamine peros, and other kinds of fruits, umasimen bat tapuchim, essentially here you put in, is the essential ingredient of the Apples, as I'll explain. Vadakin hakol, the maducha, you grind it all up inside a mortar. Umarvin bechomets, you add a little um, vinegar, like apple cider vinegar, or maybe it's um, probably more likely actually, it's like balsamic vinegar to bring out some taste. Venos and alea tavlin kana vikinamon, kein psilas dakos, aruchos, zechelakash. You then also take some spices that are long and skinny, like fibrous things, like little sticks of broken off sticks of um, cinnamon, which will have little strips of fiber, which will be reminiscent of straw from the construction in Mitzrayim in Egypt. It also has to be thick, like the paste has to be thick. To remind you of the mortar that was used over there. And according to Elizabeth Tzadok, it's a mitzvah because, as Barthamur brings, it's a zeicher tapuach. It's a reminder, first of all, for the apple tree. Shahayu yodo sham below that they would um, give birth under the apple tree, as is brought down in the Gemara's and Madrashim. Um, they'd be able to give birth to their large broods um, painlessly. And also, it's also reminiscent of the mortar that they use in their construction projects as slaves in Egypt.